Okay, so I did not know that there was going to be a video, which I should have assumed, but uh, those are always hilarious. <laughs> if you didn't know, that guy is the same guy in Lost, Desmond, right? Mind blown. That's Jesus. Jesus is Desmond, the guy who's like, brother, every time. Um, Okay, so I'm going to start reading in verse 30. Okay, so this is uh, verse 30. So this is the blind man talking. This marvelous thing that you do not know where he is from, yet he's opened my eyes. And now you know, <clears throat> now we know God does not hear sinners, but he... But if anyone is a worshiper of God and does his will, he hears him. Since the world began, it had been unheard of, of anyone opening the eyes of someone who was born blind. If this man is not from God, he could do nothing. Um, they answered and said to him, you were completely born in sin, and you are teaching us, and they casted him out. Jesus heard, uh, Jesus heard that they had casted him out, and he, uh, he found him and said to him, Do you believe in the Son of God? And he, uh, he answered and said, Who is he, Lord, that I may believe? Jesus said to him, You have both seen him, and it is he who is talking to you. Jesus says, mm. um, <clears throat> And then he said, Lord, I believe, and he worshiped him. Jesus said, for judgment I have come into this world that uh, those who do not see may see and those who see may be made blind. Then some Pharisees who, were, uh, who heard him say these words and said to him, are we blind also? Jesus said to him, if you were blind, you would say we have no sin. But... Now you say, we see, therefore your sin remains. Okay, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, um, I thank you for this opportunity and I pray that you would um, just speak through me and um, that the words that I say make sense and that they are clear, Lord. And um, I just thank you so much uh, for dying on the cross for us and um, giving us new mercies every day, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so whenever I read this, I assume that the guy who used to be blind started to become, like, really irritated, which you guys, like, saw. Um, because, like, they didn't believe that he used to be blind. And the Pharisees are like, are you sure you were blind? And, like, the dude's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I would know that if I was, like, blind for my entire life. I, yeah. And then the Pharisees are just like, I don't believe you, so I'm going to get your parents. <laughs> and then the, the parents walk in and they're just they're too like shy so the parents are like that looks like our son but like I don't know it couldn't it could not be like I don't, I don't know so if my parents like if I had a disability and like I got killed and then like some people were asking about it uh, and my parents were like that's not my daughter. I'm like really sad. So, um, 
So finally, the Pharisees like ask him again, like, who is this guy who like healed you? Like, who is this dude? What is he up to? Who do you say he is? And um, they were sort of trying to like, like sort of almost like push him to like see what he was going to say. Because like, if you said that Jesus was uh, the son of God, that you could be thrown out. And so like the, the blind guy sort of like snaps. In verse 30, the man answered and said to them, why this marvelous thing that you do not know where he's from, yet he's opened my eyes. Now um, we know that God does hear sinners, uh, does not hear sinners, uh, but anyone who is a worshiper of God and does his will, since, <clears throat> since the world began, it had been unheard of, of anyone opening the eyes of someone who was born blind. If this man was not from God, he could do nothing. I want to hear that. I'm like, yeah, this guy's showing them up. He's like laying it down. And in verse 34, the Pharisees are like starting to get like offended. And uh, iPads, gosh, okay, where'd it go? Um, so the, the Pharisees, they get offended and they're like, uh, well, you were completely born in sin, that you're teaching us? Ugh. And then they just like cast him out. Now, when I first read this, like something felt like a little off, and um, I was just like, like in verse 31, how it says like, God doesn't listen to sinners, and I was like, oh, shoot, I'm a sinner, like how am I supposed to talk to God if like, how am I supposed to, like, know God's will for my life if I can't talk to him and he can't talk to me? Like, like that doesn't work. Well, taking the fact that this is just a guy who used to be blind and he's just repeating what, like, culture is saying. Because, um, like, Jesus hadn't died on the cross yet. The, the idea of just talking to God whenever you wanted, that wasn't a thing. So... Um, that's not like fact. So don't like hear that and be like, I can never talk to God unless I am like perfect. Cause that's like not how Christianity works. Cause you have to be a sinner to come to God because like no one's perfect. It's all, it's all good. Okay. So, um, so in verse 35 and 34 it goes and it talks uh, so Jesus finds him and um, he explains like he is he's God and um, okay let me read you verse 39 again for judgment I have come into this world for those who do not see may see and those who do not see may be made blind what and then it goes on again when Jesus talks. He says, if you were blind, you would have no sin, but now you say we see, therefore your sin remains. That's really confusing. He says blind a lot. <laughs> what? So I, okay. When, in, uh, in those two verses, when he says uh, the word blind, he changes the meaning of the word. Um, so like, it's sort of like every other time. So in verse 39, whenever he says, um, I have come into this world, um, 
that those who do not see may see. So he's talking about like doing miracles and like all that stuff. And then um, those who see may be made, may be made blind. And um, so he's talking about the people who think they know everything, like the Pharisees and stuff. And um, this like really started to make me think because he didn't like he didn't like clarify what who who is who is wrong. Uh, so for new believers, like slash blind people, the people who like just get it rely on God. Um, they're blind from the start, so they don't mind asking God um, for help. So then whenever someone who's grown up in the church, um, they think that they can do it on their own. In verse 41, Jesus is talking about, um, it says, if you see your sin remains. So I, and I have and like I'm still learning this um, to like come to the realization to say to God, I can't. I, 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 I just, I can't, and not say like I can't like, oh, I'm throwing in the towel, like I give up. It's like, I can't, will you do this for me? And giving God like that burden that we were never supposed to do on this own. Yes, you can live your life without God, but that sucks. If you live your life without God alone, in fear, no one to rely on, no one to love you, like that's terrifying. So, um, sight by faith. New believers normally don't put God in a box. The relationship is new and exciting. And learning um, that accepting Christ is now in you and you have someone to listen to you and someone who's always gonna be there for you and someone to provide for you and to care for you. Like that's amazing and that's like the place where like I wanna be. But like I'm in the category where I'm blinded by pride. Um, and you might think that's not me. I have everything under control. I, I do things uh, I do things I need to do and I get by, like, whatever. Um, well, when you think of reading your Bible because you saw, like, a post on Instagram from that, like, one random Bible account that you followed, like, forever ago, and you're like, I don't remember when I followed this, but, like, maybe I should read my Bible because, like, it's what Christians do, and I guess I'm a Christian. Um, or like maybe you, you do you read your Bible every day or every other day. Um, or maybe you do it in school, but it's more like, a, like a, a check off of your list or it's just an assignment. Do you read your Bible as if it's like a textbook, like you're just doing it to get it over with? Because like you're reading it as if it's not the living word. Um, now I say all this because like, this is me. This applies to me 100%. I'm talking to myself right now. Um, and like, just coming to like the realization that like, being a Christian 
isn't special anymore is like a scary thing to come to because like that's that's where I was at because um, in reality we're like superheroes we have the ability to do whatever we want we're invincible because God is on our side we have the Holy Spirit in our hearts it's like spirit we have a ghost living in our heart like we have God on our side at all times doesn't matter what he doesn't sleep so he's always there for us and that's awesome and whenever you you uh take a step back and you think about it this guy it's not like some guy it's the creator of the universe it's the god who made everything he he died on the cross for us and like he he knew that it was going to be the most painful death ever like he Created, he knows what's happened, so he knows. He made sure that he, and he waited, um, like in the earlier chapters. He's like, don't, don't say that it was me, because he's like, I want to keep this undercover, because I want to make sure that I had the painfulest death. And um, so, this just ask yourself: Does being a Christian mean I go to church and I identify with that religion? Um, and it's knowing, or is it knowing that you, uh, if you can't do something, if you're going to fail um, because you made some bad decisions, that you know that God will catch you. Um, that he, that's why he died on um, the cross for us, because he understands that we make mistakes. He gets that, that's why he did all of that. He understands. He wasn't surprised whenever Adam and Eve sinned. He knew that we were going to sin. So, like, that's why he died on the cross for us. So, um, like it's saying in verse 39 and uh, verse 41, saying that we need to stay blind in that place of submission, of being humble enough to say, God, I'm going to choose to not look through my eyes but I'm going to hold on to your hand and you're going to lead me. And um, that's where my notes end. So there you go. <laughs> okay, um, let's pray. I have to keep this. <laughs> Dear Heavenly Father, um, I thank you. And I hope that my words made sense to uh, everyone. And um, as we go into worship, Lord, I pray that in um, small groups that just to really sink in that that you are Lord and that we can't do it on our own and we'll never be able to have a um, a good life without you, Lord, because you are good and you are wonderful, Lord. And I thank you for today. And um, in Jesus' name, amen.